you are on Facebook already, right? So find the American Viewpoints page, like us, and get involved in the conversation. There's something new posted every day. You probably saw the videos on the news, hundreds, I mean hundreds, of cars lined up to get food at at food banks. And maybe you saw the video from Los Angeles, you saw it in Texas and Pittsburgh and Atlanta, frankly, all over the country. I'm Mike Ferguson. Thanks for staying with us on American Viewpoints this weekend. You know, a lot of these people probably never thought that they would use a food bank. But here we are in 2020 amid the coronavirus era. I'm joined now by Zuani Villarreal from Feeding America. And um, unfortunately, you guys are really, really busy right now all over the place. Yeah, thank you, Mike, for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity. And you're right, uh, Feeding America, the network of 200 food banks, we are extremely busy right now during this pandemic. Um, you know, in in a, in normal times, right, we're feeding millions of people. There's 37 million people in the U.S. that are facing hunger. And those 200 food banks partner with 60,000 food pantries, meal programs, after-school programs, soup kitchens and the like to provide food to millions of people a year. Um, And then early March, I think it was um, when the pandemic really started to spread in the U.S. and schools started to close and states started to issue stay-at-home orders, we saw an immediate escalation in the number of calls and requests for uh, food assistance um, all over the country. And I just mentioned that a lot of those people in those lines probably were thinking, how did this happen? I I was making good money six months ago or or whatever the case is. Who's being hit that maybe didn't expect to be hit by this? Because we think of food banks and food pantries as something that serves, you know, the low income in our community. But who else is being hit by this? Well, I think that the the reality is that is that this pandemic is really bringing the fragile nature of, of many Americans' household income to the forefront. Um, so it, it, like I said, it really is affecting food banks and people all over the country. You know, as I said, we're a, na- a network of 200 food banks. 95% of the food banks are reporting an increase in need uh, at an average increase of 70%. And 40% of the people coming now to the food banks for help, 40% have never needed help before. So to your question, it is people that um, are in the hospitality industry, in the travel and leisure industry, in the restaurant industry. It is people um, in the retail industry, every every business that has shut down. Right. Um, And so immediately they are on the precipice and not getting a paycheck anymore, Um, whether they were working poor. Right. They were making ends meet, struggling to get by, but living paycheck to paycheck. You take that one paycheck away and immediately they are finding themselves calling the food bank for help. And that's one of the things that I critique my industry, Zuani, over how we report the news because we reported unemployment numbers and we use charts and it's it's this number compared to last week's number. And, but we forget that every one of those numbers represents an actual person, a life, a household, a mom, a dad, a, you know, uh, somebody who's a breadwinner in that home. And then the result of that is people waiting in line for who knows, probably hours to just to get something basic like food from a volunteer organization like yours. 
You're exactly right, Mike. You said those pictures, those videos of cars in line waiting for food, every one of those cars, sometimes distributions are up to thousands of people. Every one of those cars is a family just trying to figure out how they're going to make it, how they're going to put food on the table and figure out because right now there are no jobs, right? So it's not like they lost their job and they, oh, well, I'm just going to go get another one. There's no jobs right now, but there's just no other option. And so food banks are getting uh, that increase in, in demand, that, that surge of, of folks that are needing help and those new neighbors that are coming to us for help. We're also seeing a decrease in donations from the retail and manufacturing industries because of the runs at the stores. There's just less inventory on the shelves to donate. And then we're seeing less volunteers because of the stay-at-home orders, because of the nature of the pandemic. Absolutely, we want people to be safe and take care of themselves, but that's impacting our operations all the way around. So this yeah. really, truly is the perfect storm that is impacting food banks and the people we serve. Is there a way to know what the current supply of foods at the food banks are right now? You know, I was talking to somebody from a food pantry the other day. And he was telling me the same scenario that food banks are experiencing, the pantries are experiencing, right? But, you know, somehow food banks are doing more with less, right? So they are doing everything they can to continue to keep those trucks coming in, those food donations coming in. So what food banks are having to do now is purchase a lot more food than they normally would. We've seen uh, food purchase budgets at food banks double and triple in size. What they would normally purchase in the month is now what they're purchasing, or in six months is what they're purchasing in the month of April. Um, so they are going out there trying to find the inventory to continue the, to work to distribute food. They are working with farmers and growers and the federal government to rescue that food um, that is in the fields and at the farms and the, with the manufacturers. Um, we're doing everything we can. We're reaching out to everybody we can because we know this, unlike the Great Recession, which was kind of a slow burn, this has happened immediately and across the country. Um, and food banks are just one small part in the entire hunger relief apparatus, right? But we are here and we were there before the, the pandemic. We'll be there through it. We'll be there long after to support families that we know are just struggling to make ends meet. We're visiting with Zuani Villarreal from uh, Feeding America. And I imagine uh, almost everybody has heard the advertisements or seen them for the local food banks and for Feeding America talking about, you know, how a dollar that's donated to the food bank can can actually be worth, you know, 10, 20, $25 or 10 or 12 meals. And I think a lot of people uh, kind of gloss over that. Explain how that actually works. Why can you get so much more food for the dollar than I can? Well, in normal times at Feeding America, $1 would help provide at least 10 meals. And that's in normal times, right? Because we're working with directly with the food industry. We're working with manufacturers and distributors and getting that stuff donated in large amounts and distributing that out to that network of 200 food banks. It's similar to if you think of us as the national organization, the food banks are the, the local distributor and the pantries are the, the mom and pop st stores, right? That are there on the ground. So our ability to be a nationwide network to buy and receive donations at this national scale it is what helps us maximize those dollar donations and provide the most food for the dollar. 
You mentioned donations are not coming in as much, you know, because businesses aren't able to do food drives or nonprofits because of stay-at-home orders. But people just don't have as much money right now. But what can we do right now? I mean, people may say, "I can't donate a hundred dollars. I I can't do a food drive right now." What can people do? The great thing is that people can still help even from the their the safety and comfort of their own home. You know, I was talking to somebody that felt frustrated and. He's an older gentleman and he's at risk. And so absolutely, we don't want him to put himself in danger, but he wants to help, right? So he made a donation to his local food bank. And so what I ask and encourage anybody to do is one, if you wanna support at the national level, Feeding America established the COVID-19 response fund to support food banks all over the country. So on our website, feedingamerica.org, you can make a donation to that national fund for food banks. You can also on that same website, with using your zip code in our food bank locator, find your local food bank. And we encourage folks, if you really, if you want to connect with your local food bank, find out what they need, find out if they need volunteers or if they're still accepting volunteers, if they need food donations or if they need funds, contact your local food bank and find out what they need there at the local level. Because each food bank is in a different situation. Each food bank community is different. So we absolutely encourage folks to find out what their local food bank needs. Okay, and that's feedingamerica.org, you said, right? Correct, yeah, feedingamerica.org. You can support at the national level there, or you can find your local food bank through the locator. All right, Zawani, appreciate the update. Uh, Best of luck, uh, and thanks for what you're doing. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate the opportunity. Well, many states, probably yours, have laws that actually block Yeah, block new medical facilities from being built sometimes. I know that sounds unbelievable, but it does happen. We'll explain just ahead right here on American Viewpoints. When might you be buzzed? When you suddenly love everything. You guys, I love this song. I love these nachos. I love our kickball league. I love this guy. What's your name? You know what I love? A ride when it's time to head out. If you see a buzzed warning sign, call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. I love your car. Is this real leather? Did you like what you heard on the show? Or did my guest get it totally wrong? Or maybe I got it wrong. Either way, hear it again and share our discussions through the American Viewpoints podcast. I'm Mike Ferguson, and every segment of this show is posted as a podcast. Find it on Simplecast or Spotify, Radio Public, iHeart, or pretty much anywhere podcasts are found. A new podcast is posted every Monday through Thursday, so subscribe and keep the conversation going.